Galaxy Defenders. It's Stephanie. And Sam. And you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode, we're focusing on Radioactive, the fourth studio album. Also joining us today is our friend Sarah Wiley, who's here to talk to us about Radioactive. Say hi, Sarah. Hi, everybody. Tell us about why you're here. And how you feel about McFly? Well, I'm here because I'm a huge McFly fan, and I love them, and I love this album, so I'm super excited to talk about it. <laughs> I've been a fan since about 2007, so right before this album came out, so this was the first, like, fresh release, so it's, it's one of my favorite albums. Yeah, and you are also from America. I am. The United States. I am States. from Missouri, Kansas City, so not too far from Sam. Right, <laughs> the only two McFly fans in Missouri. Much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how random. <laughs> And I know the story already, but our friends at home don't. How did you um, How did you find McFly all alone in the United States? Uh, I randomly watched Just My Luck on HBO. So I, um, <laughs> I thought that they were actors, which I've heard other people say before. So I looked them up online, and it was a real band. And just started down the YouTube rabbit hole and never came out. <laughs> and here we are 14 years later. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Suddenly, it's still, our whole life. Still talking about them. Yes. <laughs> and they must have made a really good impression in the Just My Luck films because I I didn't watch. Well, I saw Just My Luck. I think before I knew who McFly was because I'm pretty sure that I saw it in theaters because I was like, "Ooh, Chris Pine and Man. But they must not have made that impression on huh. me, right? And like now, of course, <laughs> when I watch Just My Luck, I'm like, "Oh, it's McFly's movie. Well, let's pay attention." But so many people who were like left that movie thinking, I need to Google McFly. And I feel like I was like, I need to Google Chris Pine. (laughs) (laughs) They they found us anyway, right? Right. There was just a couple years after that, Stephanie was like, McFly, guess what? They exist. Looking back on it now with the the terrible haircuts and just the clothes and everything, I don't know what I thought I was attracted to. (laughs) That was cool! Watching them in that movie, it was cool in 2007. That was cool in 2006. (laughs) Now like, it's that was pretty cool. cringe. <laughs> they were they were pretty cool. I mean, I look at myself in 2006 and I cringe, but also I was like 11. So, right. Some of it holds up. Sometimes I see pictures of them from back then and I'm like, yes. I actually still really like the movie. Like I'll watch it even if McFly were in it, I'd probably oh. watch it once a year. I mean, it's a good yeah. movie. It's a cute it's movie. A yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect rom-com. Yeah. I really like it. Makes me kind of want to watch it right now. But we've progressed. The haircuts have gotten better. <laughs> it's now 2008 and Radioactive is here. Which I have some fast facts about. So the Radioactive album was first released with a promotion with the Mail on Sunday on July 20th, 2008. It was officially released on September 22nd, 2008 with the official being rebranded as the Deluxe Edition. Uh, fun fact, if you have the deluxe edition, which is just like those extra songs and the DVD and stuff like that, that was actually discontinued on December 8th, 2008. So I got a rare copy of Radioactive myself. A collector's item. <laughs> um, it has sold over 500,000 copies worldwide, and it has received gold sales certification for sales over 100,000 copies in the UK. I'm actually surprised that it, because it's not their best-selling album, right? Their first two albums went platinum. Right. And I'm sort of surprised that it didn't sell more because I think it's arguably 
we'll get into this. They're most beloved, at least among the fan base, right? Like, like not, it's not everyone's favorite album. I don't even know if it's all our favorite albums right here together in this room. But I think even if it's not your favorite, it's beloved to you, right? Like, yeah. I've never met anyone who's like radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I'm surprised it didn't sell more because I feel like it's, like, the collective, like, fan favorite. At least it's the one I would always recommend, right, to a non-McFly fan. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this one and Motion in the Ocean is probably their two most beloved albums in the fandom, yeah. I would argue. I read some reviews about the album that came out in 08 when, when the album was new. And, um, and one of them said that Tom had called it, like, their definitive album, which I feel like is really true, right? Like, you know. Like, like I said, if somebody's like, oh, what's McFly all about? Like, you know, what, where should I start? I'm always like, radioactive, 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 radioactive. Because it's great. <laughs> it's a tip-top album. <laughs> I think it's really cohesive, just like from the first song to the last song on there. They all sound the same. They all kind of had that same feel. I feel like that helps mm-hmm. give it to what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it comes together yeah. in a way, like as a as a product, as a complete thing on its own, right? Like the songs are great individually, right. but when taken together, it does sort of have this like storytelling element that I sort of like to it a lot. Uh, I think about I think of a lot of these songs in pairs that I didn't even realize I had, right? Like uh, Point of View and Corrupted feel like natural companion songs, or Smile and Do Ya, uh, and so like there's like this like pairing that like I want to do or like down goes another one is like literally a sequel to she falls asleep from wonderland yeah which is like really neat right what I think is neat about this album is it like literally starts very very hard and it doesn't let up yes Mm -hmm. until like not even till the end of the song like when the album ends it's like like I don't know I'll crescendo no that's not the word I want it's like falling what is that is that a crescendo when it falls a crescendo I think that's when it goes up. Goes up. Whatever the opposite word of crescendo is, is what it does at the end, which is really cool because, you know, the album starts with lies and it's like, "Ah!" and then it just keeps going with one for the radio and then everybody knows. And then do ya is like in your face. Like, I think they kind of like slow down a little bit when they get to track five with falling in love and then point of view, you kind of like mellow out and then corrupted hits you back in the face and you're like, whoa. Right. So. (laughs) It's like, when do you get to breathe in this, this, uh, this album? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. And there's like, it's, I, we said this, I think we said this last week, but like, or some time during when we were recording this, but like, this is a non-skippable album for me. I literally right. listened to it over and over this past week. And like, I'm like, like, there's nothing that, cause usually when I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, skip a song, like I feel it in my bones. But there is never that feeling in my bones. Yeah, there's not a single skip on this album for me. Sarah's nodding. Do you also not skip them? <laughs> I'll skip one, maybe two. Ooh, Sorry. What is, I know. What I know. are they? Ooh, what well, are I they? can't tell you until we do top five, so I'll give it away. It's true. It's true. Oh, okay. But you'll know they're my bottoms, but... Right. I have to <laughs> I'm know. I'm going to leave the listener up for suspense. I am on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I do think that... That regardless of if you skip some songs, it, it is, I think, their best album, right? And I'm yeah. distinguishing the word best. And I said this, I think, earlier we, uh, in an earlier episode uh, to Stephanie and one of our other guests on or off the record. I don't remember. But, like, I'm distinguishing best album here from, like, my favorite album. I, I'm not ready to answer that question yet. Um, but, <laughs> like, 
I do think it's their best album. I think they've really come into their like grown up sound here. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's very rocky. There's lots of guitars, right? It's edgy. It's darker. Like they don't sound like a boy band anymore, right? right? Like this album is to me like everything that McFly always was and like could ever be, right? It's just like infinite in my right. mind. And they've said that themselves. I watched the DVD commentary in preparation for this episode. And um, like they even said this album is everything that they wanted to make because they had the record company before. Like they would take a really good song and then they would water it down to what they think people would want. And like McFly were like, we don't like that, but okay. So like this album, they were like, we finally made the album that we wanted to make. And it's so good. And we right. hope you guys enjoy it. This is McFly as McFly wants to be seen. Yeah. And I think that, like, I love a lot of the music, sometimes controversially, uh, that they made after this as well. But, like, to me, they have never made another album like this one. They're making right. album seven right now. They right. We'll see. like this one. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Right. Because like, yeah, they just there's they've never and I'm not knocking against their future music, but like they whatever they hit this moment in time, they've not hit it again for me in the same way. Right. Like the, the only way I can think to describe it is like how I think most of the world, including myself, feels about Taylor Swift's 1989. Right. The music that she did before that was excellent. The music she's done after it is excellent, right? I love Lover, love Exile, or, um, well, Exile's a song from Folklore, right? Love Folklore. <laughs> but 1989 is exceptional, right? Like, it is above repute, almost. And I feel this way about Radioactive. Isn't that the album she made when she, like, converted to pop? Like, straight pop? That's sort of, of like, her official, yeah, her official move, right? Like, Red was sort of, like, doing something in the middle, um, right. But by 1989, she wasn't being played on country music stations anymore. Right. So that's interesting because, like, that's the album that she was like, I'm going to my preferred, you know, music genre. Al- right. And McFly are like, this is our album that we made ourselves. So right. they're just like, maybe there's something to that. Right. I can't think of another artist that has done that. And so- yeah. But I'm sure they have. Yeah. I, I don't know other artists' albums this inside and out the way I do McFly and Taylor Swift, but like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to call it a peak because, like, Taylor Swift is still writing exceptionally awesome songs and so is McFly. But it is, like, it is something just, like, transcendent about this album for me. So, like I said, I watched the DVD commentary and towards the end of part one, uh, they were, like, talking about this album. And they're like, we hope you guys like this so much. And, like, Jason Perry, love him, <laughs> said this album will want, want to make fans smash their bedrooms to pieces kick down their wardrobes and redesign your myspace does that what is that what this album makes you want to do (laughs) i was sitting here this week in my house being like you know what i need to do redesign my myspace (laughs) but but actually yeah a little bit like all jokes aside it does do something like that for me but like capturing that moment in time right like we're making a joke about like i should redesign my myspace like it's not 2021 but there is something about this album that when I listen to it, it's 2008 again, always. Yeah. And I think, and you, I think mentioned this earlier, Sarah, and I know that this is true for Stephanie and I, so I think that we should talk about it for a minute before we get into our songs. But like, this is the first McFly album that I remember experiencing in real time. Yeah. As it was happening. 
I have such, it's the first McFly album that I actually bought on the internet and was mailed to me. And this is true for Stephanie, mm-hmm. right? Instead of downloading it illegally <laughs> from LimeWire, right? Yeah. It's the first McFly album I ever held in my hands. And I have such vivid memories of this and of like the product itself. It was so beautiful. I like carried it around. Glowed in the dark. <laughs> So cool. Right, it glowed in the dark. Yeah, it glowed in the dark. So it's like one second. <laughs> we turn off the lights. <laughs> this is my box of stuff. The camera's too bright. <laughs> we'll do this experiment oh. later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like it's I just remember it so vividly, right? And like and like specifically me and Stephanie and like your old bedroom, right? Like watching the documentary and With like my uh l- lime green walls. That one. The lime green walls, like, covered in Jonas Brothers pictures. And, like, the sneeze that Dougie does. And the making oh, of my God. Listen, right. I rewatched this documentary, and that sneeze how, came on. And I was like, How many like, times did okay. you watch that sneeze? Like, probably 25 times. Yeah. It's so she, freaking like, Dougie, cute. like, sneezes. It's, like, it's literally one second, right? It's, like, somebody else is talking. And then Dougie, because he's a human being, actually is an alien. But because he has a body, he's like, achoo! And Stephanie thinks it's so cute that, like, it's even so when we were... 15 we had to watch it like 12 times it's like um, in like the beginning part of the documentary too right because they're right. like talking like blah 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 and dougie's like Achoo! and then like he sta- stops and stares for a second as he does right. again. everyone <laughs> stares at him yeah and like he's like no i'm good and they're like okay and yeah. like we watched we, it so we, many times i watched like, it so oh many God. times the other night <laughs> i have never watched a man sneeze as much as i've watched dougie sneeze over and over again in that second but like like, but I just, like, I just have all these memories and like, right. Like, so this whole album, it's just like really special to me. And like that whole time in our lives, like for me and Stephanie, like 2008 was just like a really special time in our life for me. I mean, maybe for you, but I'm, I don't want to speak <laughs> yeah. for you, but like 2008 was like really special for me. And like this album really symbolizes that. So like, it kind of does make me want to like redesign my MySpace because every time I listen to it, I'm just like, it brings it all back right yeah i don't I, i'm immediately like 15 again in like a good way yeah i yeah. feel like i'm a teenager again too I, like the same emotions mm-hmm. come up especially listening to like pov i'm like oh i'm so heartbroken you know <laughs> all, of, all of these things like i remember it very vividly <laughs> because yeah. of this album i remember bringing the album to school and showing my best friend ryan i was like look at this album that i got it came all the way from the uk like it was the <laughs> coolest thing in my life at that moment right oh gosh and MySpace, but like you're like I'm back transported back to like 2008 and like I get that but also I'm like trans I'm like here now like I feel when this album comes on I'm, I get like an extra like umph in my step and like mm. I'm literally like I'm literally in the car driving home and I'm like looking at you from another planet like jamming out so hard right. people in the cars next to me are like okay like you know right. like I'm like I'm yeah oh, I yeah. love this album I could be on my like deathbed about to succumb and like if somebody was like you know like like bury me with my guitar i would just be like all the way to hell I'm like, right there's just like jason perry's not wrong like i do want to like trash trash something do you like like, like i want to trash a hotel room i forget what song sense. yeah i forget what song it was but like i was like i want to rip my skin off and that's this entire <laughs> album i want to rip my skin off in my a, hair in a good out. way yeah, like in a good way. Like it makes me want to like be outside of my yeah. body. Like, okay, I, 
I did write that for a song. I'll, I'll save it for later. Um, but I didn't write Tear My Skin Off, but I wrote something similar. So I get it. I get that feeling. I love, I just love this album. And I love that you also love this album, both of you. <laughs> we all love this album. Except for some reviewer from 2008 who I will not name. Because they name name them. She's moved on. Name them. She's, Dox so them. She's moved on. But like, like some of the reviews from 2008 um, were like, they were mostly positive, but some of them were like, this album doesn't know what it wants to be, right? Because like, like there's the 60s like guitar feeling of like songs like Smile and Do Ya and like there's some Springsteen vibes and Queen vibes, which are not new to McFly. They always have Springsteen and vi- like right. uh, Queen, but then it's like there's like, is it is it trying to be like emo and punk, right? Like, what's point of view doing on here, right? What's a what like is a Blink one or two want to be, right? Like, what's corrupted doing here, right? And like they're like they feel like they can't. They're like, what is this? And like that, like now it just has like not aged well. It's like not a good look, right? Because <laughs> like my first answer is like, why can't they be all of it, right? Right. Like, this is always, like, McFly has always had these, like, multiple kinds of influence sounds, right? From Blink to The Killers, to, which I think they're going to get, right? The Killers to The Beatles, whatever. And so, like, but I think it's always been the problem with, like, McFly, like, criti- criticism, right? Like, when they're when they're being reviewed, is, like, no one knows where to put them. Right. And in 2008, I feel like that made people really uncomfortable because like, you either, like, like, right, you either listen to, like, Sugar Pop, or you, like, listen to, like, emo, right, or you were a punk, or you were, like, this or that, right, like, and I think it made people uncomfortable, but I think contemporary music is, like, more post-genre now, Yeah. right, like, Harry Styles went from, like, being in a boy band to being, like, a rock star who sings covers of, like, country songs, like, Girl Crush, right, is straight up just, like, you know, a country song on country radio, and Harry Styles covers it, and so... Uh, and everyone's like loves it, right? They nobody's like Harry Styles. What are you trying to be, <laughs> right? Like, and uh, and I think that if McFly was releasing this album today, they are still releasing their music, but like if they released this album today, I feel like it would be a much warmer reception. I mean, yeah. I would also argue that covers are different than your actual songs because people cover right. songs that are not in their genre all the time. Like, right. it's not even just like people wondering like what is McFly doing? Um, this has, like, been a thing forever. Because do you remember that country song with Tim McGraw and Nelly, the rapper? Oh, yeah. Right. Over and over. Like, people in the country fandom were so upset. They're like, what is Tim McGraw doing with this rapper? Right. Like, that's just been a thing. Whole genre. Is there? There's a whole yeah. genre. I mean, I don't think it's particularly good. Um, but this isn't why, right? But there's a whole genre of, like, like bro country, right? That's, like trying to sound like rap like the problem is is that they're not collaborating with actual rappers right. just dudes talking yeah but like just you know like now there's this whole there's just this like whole genre right like I, and that's what i mean by i think beyond the scope of McFly, i think contemporary music is more open to like post-genre or like genre fluidity yeah in a way that it made people uncomfortable in like the early aughts when they were like we don't know what kind of music this is therefore it is no kind of music i think it's interesting that the reviewer says that because we were just talking about how this album really goes together like it's especially right. in comparison to some of their other stuff but there's just like some sound dissonance yeah yeah, yeah. the only artist i can really think of that really like crosses genres like all the time is little nas x right like sure. he like he does everything right and he's like this is just muse my music yeah like whatever <laughs> so i'm like right. okay so i think that- people are seeing that now with like olivia rodrigo because she's got this like pop and um, 
like just piano songs and then she's doing like kind of punk stuff and mm-hmm. she's all over the place but people like it yeah. right yeah yeah like i think i think this album is ahead of its time yeah yeah as they always are yeah <laughs> they always are right so like you know so to the reviewer who said i don't know how the hell i fell in love with you doesn't feel like a good lyric coming out mm-hmm. of like mcfly's mouth they're like that doesn't feel right right they're like boys from down the street obviously they were wrong and they've never even like even in 2008 right like they had never heard ignorance silence is a scary sound or like most of the wonderland album apparently right they're like that lyric doesn't make any sense right they're like your review doesn't What's make any to sense. Our good friends McFly down the street. They used to be such nice boys. Has this right? reviewer ever been to suburbia? Like that place is pretty <laughs> messed up. <laughs> I'm like, where were you when Dougie was like screaming about like ignorant, like loving one over by ignorance, right? And pills. There's lines about pills in there. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Yeah. Who are you? I think this is kind of where they started to become less popular, as in like oh, here's this boy band and all the little teeny boppers like them and now they're doing, like, actual rock music. Yeah. They're not, they're not selling as many albums, but... They're doing what they love. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It's not for the general public. But it is, though, I think... I don't know. Now, I think, like, I dare you, if you didn't, right, like, and this is something that we learned about, like, Stephanie and I have only just started learning about when we've been doing the podcast, is, like, the reputation that McFly has... As like automatically being uncool in the UK, yeah. right? Like people have heard of them, and so they're like, "Oh, like no, why would I ever listen to McFly?" And so I think that they they've had to like they they've had to overcome like some kind of certain like stereotypes uh, in the UK where people know their name, but like here in the US, they wouldn't have that, right? right. Like if if you've never heard of McFly, you're not thinking about a boy band, and so if you just put on Radioactive, I feel like most people would be like, "Yeah, I'm into this." Right. Right. Yeah. Like, this is great. Like I do think that it's a bit like it's accessible genre of music, right? It's not like super isolating. Yeah, I just feel like it's when they started to kind of lose their popularity, I guess, just in the UK. Right. Uh was around, I don't know, maybe Motion of the Ocean or this album. That's why people thought it wasn't cool. I don't know. In my in my American <laughs> opinion, I think it's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah. Like, they, like anybody who like jump ship was like yeah mcfly was great the first couple times around and then i left and it's like they, like i think i said this about motion in the ocean too because like it was their first album that didn't go like platinum and i was like y'all left the party too early mm-hmm. right you know it's like y'all went home at 9 p.m and like you missed everything that happened after that which is the <laughs> only thing that matters at the party right <laughs> you might as well just not have even been there <laughs> to reveal our top five yeah sorry I was reliving my memories of the DVD commentary. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't on my homework assignment. I didn't watch that. Now I have no, to. Now I have no. to. I'm doing it after this. You should. It's so good. Like the opening sequence is like the old version of YouTube. And I'm like, oh my God, I have not seen this version of YouTube since 2008. And like they call it MCTube, and I was like, "LOL, MTA is now basically MCTube." MCTube. And then I was so excited to see Jason Perry, and like I, you actually get to see like HD versions of like behind the scenes of these music videos we have talked about. Oh. Samantha, I do not think we could have handled Tom Fletcher and one for the radio in HD because the oh behind the scenes no, was I too much. <laughs> Is that just the making so on here, or is it the actual music videos? 
it's being it's behind the scenes like making okay. of videos okay uh, it's like i did watch the them radio. on i watched them on mcfly's official youtube and they're garbage quality garbage i'm like is this garbage. is this how they were uploaded in 2008 or did something happen i don't remember them being that terrible no, they were like they were back in the day that like 1080 was like the thing. Not 1080. Yeah. What was it like 720 or something oh, was yeah, the yeah. thing that was the HD. But like YouTube like now has like 1080 and like blah blah blah. I don't know what so else they YouTube's have. So it's YouTube's fault. It's YouTube. Yeah, the quality's like down. Because like I legit watched this DVD and like it was. Perfection. I'm like it's it's digital. It shouldn't it shouldn't corrode over time. Like what is this? Yeah, I don't know. it was garbage, I don't know. but. Yeah. yeah, they're really high quality, but I I could not. I don't think I could have handled hot, like top. No, I saw the behind the scenes, and I was like, whew, whew. Yeah. that hair, that so green shirt, Jesus Christ! I know Sam was excited about the hair and like the hand freckles, and I have to. I can't wait to hear this episode because it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> like forty five minutes of us just being like, whoo, I need to cool down. <laughs> But yeah, the DVD commentary is really good. If you have not seen it or have not seen it in 10 years, 20 yeah, years, think- however it is, watch <laughs> it. Like, it is so good. Like, there's the hypnotist part when they go skydiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, like, forgot about most of this. Like, Jason Perry's hit ear, I did not forget oh, about because Sam and I talk about it all the time. That but, really like, there's a part, like, in the very beginning when Danny, like, they're like, oh, we put a bunch of shows on in Australia. And we're like, how did you hear about us? And they're all like, MySpace. And, like, he <laughs> says it like that. MySpace. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. Thanks, MySpace. <laughs> but we can talk about our top five now. I'm done live- reliving memories. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a wild time to be alive. We'll let Sarah go first as our guest. What is your top your number five as you're going down, so say five only. My number five is the end. Um, oh, this is this. I know. Um, <laughs> this song really reminds me of high school, and I don't know. I just have a lot of great memories, especially the line where they say, "I don't want to get there wishing that you've given more." That made me like get my butt into gear and like graduate high school. I don't know, but <laughs> I just like, love yeah, it. I will. G- I'll it, give everything I can. I was like, I'll do it for you guys. It just, I just, I feel so motivated and I feel like I'm in 2008 when I listen to that song, like every single time. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the song for me. Oh, yeah. The other four must have really done wonders for you. Then. They did. They five. did. This was hard to do. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, so I hard. There's only two songs on here that I was like, nah. The rest I was like, okay, I have 11 left and I can only pick five. <laughs> can we do top 11, please? Yeah. Like it was, it is. It's so hard. Sam yeah. texted me like five minutes before the the recording started today, like we, this meeting began, and she was like, "I still don't have a top five. <laughs> no. I was about to be like, "Can we do a top 13? Because right, because <laughs> it's all of them actually. They're well, all number them, one. Yeah, I had to write them down. Otherwise, I would change my mind on the fly. So yeah, no, it's a <laughs> it's a good might, idea. I, like, I can't come into this willy nilly. I got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, what is uh what is your number five seven it's uh lies oh and we're gonna do that every time because all of them are so good i'm surprised you're surprised okay i don't know i'm what i I don't know i think maybe it should be higher maybe i don't know (laughs) there's too many good ones there's too many good ones it should be higher what would you kick off to make to make room 
I mean, like, Lies kicks off the album, right? So you get, like, the whole attitude of the whole album in this first song, but they start with the album. So how many times can I say album in a sentence? <laughs> but I just, like, I love this song. I Like, separating from the video, because I also love the video, I think it's, I think it's great, um, because Dougie looks amazing in it, but whatever. Moving past. Um, the song itself is very, very good. And I love this song. I have a lot of memories of, with this song. And literally, when I would always start the album, even this week, I would, that like, that's the song that, like, jump-started my heart. I'm like, here we go! Like, you know. like <laughs> Redesign your MySpace. Break down some walls. Trash your room. Pun- like punch a sh- punch a bear like it was like it gave me like so much <laughs> Whatever, like mom you don't get it like adrenaline uh, but <laughs> awesome. but yeah so my number five is lies uh what's your number five sam my number five is smile okay it was I- so cute i'm not sure it gets enough love all the time yes um, yes it does <laughs> no i was agreeing like yes i like smile yeah yeah like uh I think um, because so I think of Smile and Dia as like very similar songs or like you know like natural companions and I think because Dia is a single Mm -hmm. it gets way more attention right it has the music video Mm -hmm. it had like individual release and so Smile I think sometimes get like swallowed up on the album um, and it's always a delight to like find it again I'm like oh my god there you are and it always (laughs) makes me smile like it's supposed to so yeah um, I actually performed smile in my ASL class oh that's right I forgot my um whatever year I was in high school (laughs) this album came out American Sign Language yeah that's American Sign Language which is different than British Sign Language we had to do projects all the time where we had to sign songs and Ryan and I signed this song together smile you're like sorry Ryan you don't actually have a choice we're doing that I know I was like we are doing a McFly song we're gonna do this song sorry you're gonna do it you're gonna yeah. like it and you're gonna smile <laughs> and you're gonna smile yeah, I just I love it you know I love the I love you know you don't I love the snapping fingers like, yeah have, have to have, have money yeah it's just Make like it, it makes me wanna Stephanie made a joke about me the last time that we were together in person and we were at a party and a song came on I started like wiggling my shoulders like uh, back and forth and somebody was like oh you know she likes it when the shoulders get involved right but like it was you know it's not wrong right so like, the smile always gets that like that one shoulder up right like I have a question though about the lyrics of the song, which you know I do. I do like the song. Smile, show us your teeth and what you got underneath. Does that mean clothing or does that mean your tongue? I think underneath, like um, your mouth, like show me your teeth. Wanna show us your teeth and what, what you, you got, got underneath? underneath? I don't know. That's where my like fifteen-year-old braid went. Right. Maybe, I immediately like this is about being naked. Maybe it's raunchier than that. <laughs> it could be sweeter than that. It could be like right because like personality the song with like. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like the song is really sweet because it's oh yeah, it says it says nice. It doesn't really say anything else dirty. I was just wondering. I was like, are you gonna are you telling somebody to smile and then stick out their tongue? I think it's not a coincidence that what you got underneath sounds a little bit like it's about like what's underneath your clothes, like you get naked. But I think like it's more literally probably supposed to be like what you got underneath, like behind the smile and like behind you know like, like who you are, right? Your personality. I love Beautiful. that. I love that. It's a great. I'm just. I don't think it's an accident that it also kind of sounds like a song. They probably did that on purpose. Because this this album's pretty just yeah. and Sarah just I don't wiggled know. her eyebrows. I don't, 
it's just it's just full on raunchy. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, Sarah, number four. My number four is Everybody Knows. Okay. I just, I love this song. I think it should have been a single. I watch the medley from the Hammersmith Apollo like once a week. (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. I'm obsessed with this medley. (laughs) I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. Same. I still don't even know what the words are. Like, I think on the album they say ship, but that's not what they say in real life. It's just, it's just so great. It like gets me pumped up. I want to kick down a door. Like, yeah. <laughs> feel it in your bones. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that hammer, that Hammersmith Apollo medley though. I'm so glad that you brought it up because I think I about it. That. I think about it all the time. I think about I watch it, it all the time. <laughs> right. And I think that you and I are probably thinking about the exact same moment. I'm thinking about the whole nine minutes of it. Cause it's just, right. it's pure amazing. Hey, uh, for it someone is. who has probably never seen this or hasn't seen it in years, Shame. can you, like, you, uh... I think you'll know what I'm about to say, though, right? Because, like, I think about it at least once a day, and sometimes I think about the whole nine minutes, but sometimes I skip right to the good part, which is when Danny plays the guitar with his tongue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and his teeth, and it's... And his teeth. It's... Yeah, like, my God. Like, I... Yeah, I watch it all the time. That wasn't that was not where I was going with the Sam. That is where I turned it to something else. (laughs) Yeah, um, that's what it always was. Right? He knows exactly what he was doing. Like, yeah, he was playing guitar, and this band that he loves stopped making it gross. It's not gross. Just expressing his like weirdo personality, and he can like play guitar behind his head, like. Right, he does. Yeah, he yeah. plays a behind his head, but then he, but like he know, like he right, can play like guitar with his teeth, off, right? Yeah, yeah, he's showing off because he knows, right? Like he, like he's having so much fun, right? Like you can tell, right? Because like he does. I don't know. I don't remember what order. If it's he plays it with his like teeth and tongue, and then behind his head, or vice versa. But like either way, like he throws it behind his head, and he's like playing it back there. But then he turns to the audience right and he's, he's got his back to them and he just shakes his whole ass yeah he does this like waddle like, walk off thing yeah he like waddles <laughs> away and right, of course everyone is exploding and he is grinning like so far around it basically wraps around itself i think he's and got his little braces his in that in that yeah too and so it's I don't yeah. extra cute i don't think i've ever seen and, this Okay, you well, you should watch it. It's so great. Uh, and yeah, like, I mean, is there anything for me? Because it sounds like a whole bunch of Danny. It's mostly a, whole it's bunch a lot of, of Danny. Danny. <laughs> uh, but uh, but like yeah, like yeah, he like he, he, but like like the like look in his eyes when he like like lifts his head after like playing guitar with his goddamn teeth and tongue. Right, he knows exactly what he's just done. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's not like I'm not making it anything. It's not. So right? let's just he's start. Like, it hey. starts off with Harry, and he just like has sunglasses on his head and he flips them down and they land on his face. Like, that's the coolest way to start a video I've ever seen. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's a fantastic video. It's great. It's great. Um, I love that medley. (laughs) She's so lost. She's like, I don't know what, I don't know what this is. We'll send it to you. You'll love it. Okay, great. Yeah, watch it for sure. Love being in the third. (laughs) Not knowing what's going on. What's your number four, Sam? Uh, my number four is, speaking of Danny, uh, falling in love. So I think that's obvious. Uh, we, you know, maybe not to Sarah because uh, she's she's joined us before we released the falling in love episode. 
my affinity for the song is well documented and even like you know listen can you reiterate album. because it was that was weeks ago <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> what you said right. like i was well just like yeah like it just like it, it's just like really it always puts me in like this really like sort of warm and fuzzy mood right mm-hmm. this like sort of like i always feel like i've just received a hug whenever i listen to falling in love and like i think it i really like it for the the its placement in the middle of this album which we already mentioned earlier right because it's like mm-hmm. rage 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 okay sit down and like maybe drink a glass of water uh rage 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 and i always <laughs> like and for that reason i always notice it right like if i put this album on repeat and then i sit in front of this computer and i work for like six hours I am tuning in and out of different songs, right? Like whole ass songs could go by and I won't necessarily notice that there's been a transition. You know, like I'm not always going to notice when like going through the motion becomes down goes another one becomes only the strong survive. But I always notice when it becomes time for falling in love, right? And then that, that like, like guitar solo, mm-hmm. like opening always really gets me. It's a beautiful song. Aw, so sweet. It's not on my top five. What is on my top five? Yeah, what is your number four? Is one for the radio. You uh, might be noticing a pattern. (laughs) This is literally the second song of the album. (laughs) Okay, so your top five, I see, are one through five. One through five, except for that could be true because you said falling in love wasn't Yeah. So, I actually thought one for the radio would be a little higher for you. I like one for the radio. It's definitely that it gives you that. Fu attitude that I love mm-hmm. for anyone to have, and it's like it's the it's I don't even know how to describe it. Have you ever just loved something so much, like it's all feeling and no words? That's how I feel about this song. Yeah, there's like there's literally nothing. And it's my number. Gonna... <laughs> it's my number four. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's nothing wrong with this song, but it's still my number four. Right, because the other <laughs> ones are also. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm going to skip Sarah's number uh, three for my number three because it's also one for the radio. Ooh. So we'll have to loop back for Sarah's. But like since we're talking about it already, my number three is one for the radio. So mm-hmm. close to each other there. And I'm with you, right? Like it, 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 there's nothing wrong with the song. It no. is absolutely a blast, a jam, like down, like start to finish. Right? I could I could truly be like, I think it's like having the worst day ever. You hear Tom start singing, like, here's another song for the radio. And And you're like, oh, damn, time to bust some balls. Right, yeah, you're like, I'm I'm here, I'm ready, Tom. It doesn't matter what happened before this. It doesn't matter what's going to happen after this, because, like, for three and a half minutes, Tom, I'm with you, right? Yeah. Like, in the air, raise your voice and declare, right? It's just, like, kind of one of those songs that's, like, very badass. Like, it's like, we don't care, we don't care. Like, I just love, I just love that. I just love, because, like, ex- like they have done these albums where, like, they've been kind of, like, eh, about them. But then, like, this album, they're like, actually, you know what? Y'all suck who say they don't like us because we see you. We see yeah. you singing to our songs. So, right. F you. Yeah, this is a direct yeah. callback to all the people that are like, they're not a boy band anymore. They're not cool. And they're like, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> We're way cooler than we ever used to be. I don't know if this is real, but I saw someone on the internet say that this song was supposed to be on Motion in the Ocean. And can you imagine how different it would have been and how different this whole album, Radioactive as an album, would have been without this song? I don't know if it's true, but it's on the internet. (laughs) It's it's so true. I read this too, and now I I almost think I read it in their biography, which would make it validated, but it's also possible I read it on the internet. But like, I don't think it's in there. For me, one for the radio is that song 
right? Like with like right, when things are spinning around in the like the galaxy, right, and planets are being formed, there's always that one thing that gets caught in an orbit first, and it attracts all the other things. Science yeah. with Sam, right? <laughs> um, and it attracts all the other like other smaller rocks around it, and then that's how the thing with the planet is formed. And like to me, one for the radio is that first like big rock. Right, that like that drew all these other songs around it. Now I don't know if that's true for the writing process, but it, it might actually be true if one for the radio was like existed for Motion in the Ocean and we carried it over. Mm-hmm. Right. It might actually be one of the first songs they wrote for the album, but um but it feels like that to me, right? It feels yeah. like without one for the radio, like the the rest of the album just makes so much more sense when you put one for the radio in it in the midst. Yeah. I don't I think agree. this is a fact either, but when they had a beef with Daniel Radcliffe, and then all of the <laughs> no, do you guys remember this? All of the Harry Potter fans came for McFly, and I feel like this is like part of that where they were getting all this hate online. I don't know if that's real or like what the time frame was, but I feel like they got a lot of crap online, and then the song came out. And it's about Daniel Radcliffe. Why do they have beef with Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> I can't remember. It was so long ago. I think they said something on the internet or they said something in an interview and he was like, how dare you? How dare you? Maybe I should have Googled that before this started, but I just thought about it. (laughs) Oh, no. Here's an article from 2005. Oh, no. Okay, 2005. That was way before this. McFly blast Harry Potter star Radcliffe. McFly also dirty talked girl, or not dirty talked, but they said bad things Ooh. about girls aloud. That was in the biography. Oh my god. <laughs> so my wonderful love of my life, the f- is quoted <laughs> first in this article. And it says, I've never met him, but if I did, I'd throw a bag of shit over his head, bass player Dougie told Amir. He slagged us off in interviews. We've never met him, so I don't know where it's coming from. He's going to be embarrassed when he does meet us. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Sit down, you're 20 years old. Oh my god, none of this matters. Can you imagine all four of McFly taking on Harry Potter? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Dougie is a tiny human and Daniel Radcliffe is like, I think he's pretty small. Just in a fist fight. Like, like, there can only be one person this British, so let's fight. Dougie, Dougie also started the fight with girls aloud. He he's something else. He's got he's got he doesn't know when to stop talking. So <laughs> according to the internet, That's Daniel he never speak. Daniel Radcliffe is five five. Dougie could take him then. Dougie could take him. I want to see it right now. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe versus right Dougie Pointer. All I, right. I want you to stir up. Be this like, like hello. Let's restart the feud. (laughs) It's like 13-year-old beef. I want you to start that up again. Let's let's pull that out of them. Okay, so this is internet facts. They waited three years, and then they wrote the song about Daniel Radcliffe. Hmm. Hashtag totally true McFly facts. Totally true. Totally true. I'm going to tweet it right now. (laughs) It's on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Douglas, please sit down. Play nice. (laughs) Uh, what is your uh, top three, Sarah? I almost forgot. Oh, okay. Not top, not top um, three. Yeah. What's your third? No, your number three. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one for the radio is not on my list. I'm really sorry. It didn't make the cut. My number Ooh. three is POV. It's just, right. it's powerful mm-hmm. ballad. Like, you want to cry, but you also want to, like, rage hit something. Yeah. 
Destroy like, all. Yeah. It's, I think it's more powerful than bubble wrap, like, because bubble wrap starts out really slow and then gets, like, powerful mm-hmm. at the end. And it's just, like, the whole time. Yeah. I, I love it. Like I love it. It's so movie. emotional. This was great for, like, 2008 when I was, like, a little emo kid. <laughs> Who was it in 2008? The side bangs and the whole thing. I was like, I love it. Yeah. So, did you, um, have you heard the acoustic version of Point of View? At some point, yes. Yeah, you should look it up. So, like, I didn't know that these existed until I did my research just the other day, which is why I did them without telling anyone. The, like, Japanese edition of Radioactive has three uh, acoustic tracks on it as well. And it's Falling in Love, which I think is, like, everyone I think has probably heard a version of Falling in Love acoustically. And then uh, Do Ya, they have an acoustic version of that. And then they have an acoustic version of Point of View. And, like, it blew me away. Like, spoil, like, brief spoiler, POV is not in my top five. But I think that if the acoustic version was the, like, like go-to version that I'd always heard and, like, it was on the album and stuff, I think it would maybe be my number one. Ooh. Right? Or, like, and it didn't even make my top five. Like, that's how much that song jumped for me when I heard it acoustically. So wow. you should definitely look it up. Um, well, why why is right. Japan getting all these special releases? I know. What did what did I stuff. get? The one they discontinued, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I like that's yeah. pretty cool in my opinion. I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, like the 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 acoustic version really softens it, and so maybe you wouldn't like it as well, right? Because like it it doesn't it won't be able to. I think it would. So I think it would carry satisfied. over. I'll listen to it. <laughs> What I'm not connecting with, but it sounds like what you are, is that it was like, it's sort of this like angry you song. When it's softened, the words are exactly the same, but it's acoustic instead. That like anger feels like like it's clearly such a charade, like, or a charade, and it becomes like... <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? A charade? It's like balls. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My aunt. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like the whole song just feels way more wounded right and like sad like the emphasis is on their voices and like the emotion of like losing someone rather than the like fuck you i'm fine and and so like you you actually suck right i don't know it's really devastating and beautiful like 10 out of 10 (laughs) hurt me like this is the difference between sam and i sam's like i want a song that actually like makes you seem like you miss me and i'm over here like don't write me a song at all but secretly write me a song but like it's it has to be like i hate you song like it has to be like (laughs) make it mean i want a mean song about me and sam's like please tell me you miss me on the inside (laughs) right i bet you i think you're probably right like that you maybe wouldn't like the acoustic pov as much right because like pov is kind of mean Mm-hmm. Yeah, but POV acoustically, that meanness just totally dissolves without the electric music and the drums, right? Like mm-hmm. it just totally becomes so sad. <laughs> and I was like, the pain. And you're like, no, I, I need it to be a little. Bit. <laughs> I need I need you to be a little bit mean to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like it as well. Yeah, like, I agree with mean- I agree with stuff. Also, like when I'm listening to like Too Close for Comfort, I'm like, yeah, how could you? I don't. Was know. I invading? Oh, I I'm just like, yeah. oh, so blast it, and like, I want to be angry. Right. <laughs> we're putting all these songs together, like Bubble I don't want to feel sad. Yeah, Too Close for Comfort, Too Close for Comfort is definitely my favorite of all those three. So my number three is actually Smile. I think part of it's the nostalgic factor of performing this with my best friend in high school. I don't talk to you anymore, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just like it's such a fun song to sing along to and um, I still remember most of the signs when the song comes on which I thought I'd forgotten I just like it because I feel this song in my heart right because I'm like I'm not skinny baby and I don't have any money to give you to be my boyfriend but I (laughs) smile and I am happy (laughs) but I will I'll definitely smile that's all it takes I have teeth (laughs) and uh, stuff underneath personality, I don't know what this a body, a tongue, whatever you want. I got right, it all. Whatever, whatever you, you need, I got it underneath. Yeah. Yeah. You want it, I got it. But yeah, so that's my number three. <laughs> I love it. love it. Sarah, what's your number two? Oh, my number two is Lies. Okay. <laughs> it really made it up there. It's so good. There's a bass solo. Like, what? That's cool. It's just angsty. I mean, this whole mm-hmm. album's angsty, but like everything I've listed off, I'm like, oh, so angsty. Because that's how I felt listening to it, and that's how mm-hmm. I still feel now. This song's just, like, a, such a big F you and, like, the car crash part. Oh, or, God. I feel like, like, like I feel like it sounds like a car crash. It's not. But he says, don't forget your seatbelt. So I've always thought it was a car crash. Don't you think I'm of like, picking right. up the phone that's like say your head- prayers because you're never going to make it home? That's definitely that's a car like, crash. I'm in my car, and I'm, like, yeah. head banging to this, yeah. and people are like, what is going on? Yeah, she yeah, definitely I'm, like, died. I'm about to die driving listening to this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm head banging so hard. That, that like... That's actually a warning, right? Because this is the first song on the album, right? So, like, that's actually a warning for the rest of the album. Yeah. Like, Don't forget your seatbelt as you're listening. You're to listening to the song while you drive home. It's not a. It's not an fu. It's just like, hey guys, safety first. <laughs> Don't forget your seatbelt because we're about to rock your world. Destroy your home. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the song of, like, I is it the chorus? Yeah, it is the chorus. It's like, you don't even want to know the truth. The devil has his eye on you, girl. When you start talking, I start walking. I'm like, oh, yeah, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it. All right, Sam, what's your number two? My number two is the last song. Ooh. If this is the last song. Yeah. I love this song. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It makes me, like, it has everything. Right, it's got like it's like the slow, like that slow stuff that I love. Right, like the point of view acoustic. Right, it's all sad. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, the time has come to say goodbye. The sun is setting in the sky, and so it's like it's so sad. And I'm like, oh god, here's everyone I've ever had to miss in my whole life. Like I'm suddenly feeling for it. But then it's like, whatever. I get to rise from the ashes. Like this is the last song I'll ever sing. I'm giving it everything. Right, like I don't have time to sit around and cry because like. You know, we'll do that when we're dead, right? Like, got that everything, right? Like, I love those things that start off just, like, really, like, ugh. But then, like, one more time, I'll pull myself up, right? Like, I love this in movies and television shows, too. Like, this is well-documented. That, like, that sort of, like, last rally always makes me want to, like, weep. And, like, this this is that in song form, right? It's, like, it's over, right? But that last moment of, like, pulling yourself from the dirt and, like, dusting off your palms and, like, rocking out one more time. You got one, one last great. song in you. Yeah. yeah, one last song. And you, like it, oh, mm, mm. it's so good. It, it's so good. It's so. Good. It makes me want to like rip off my skin, right? Like this is the like, this is the one that I was like thinking of when when you were like like you know like yeah. I, I just want to like tear off like something, right? Like I just, tear like, off my it. skin. She's like, oh. gone full out. Hulk, yeah. Right. But, That's what it feels like. Yeah, That's like what like everything. That's yeah. That's what it feels like. Like, I just yeah, want to, like, right. rip myself out of my body. Like, I wanted to, like, it, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, the yeah, aliens like, yeah, coming out of my chest. I transcended my body. I'm up here now somehow. <laughs> it's everything I've ever wanted to talk. Stephanie, number two. Uh, number two is Everybody Knows. 
Everybody oh, knows nice. when the ship and the shit's going down. Yeah. Uh, when Sailor Jerry's around. <laughs> I love this song. Like, Sam and I had a have a drinking game that we try to attempt every time we get together with it. It's three shots in three minutes, bro. Sounds attainable. Right. Whenever they say, when Sailor Jerry's around, we always knock back a shot of Sailor Jerry's. Which we only started drinking because of this song. It's true. I feel like you guys want to see a party trick and we take shots. <laughs> yeah, it's not even really a trick. <laughs> Especially now that we're older and we can't do it without puking. Oh, gosh. Just right. I'm just thinking about Sailor Jerry's. And then I was like, where do they say Sailor Jerry's in the song? They say it in the chorus. In the chorus. They sing three times. I'm pretty sure it's the cherries are round. No. Yes, I've looked it up. Wait, I have the lyric book. Now, you know that shit's going down when Sailor Jerry's are around. Makes way more sense when if, than if they were saying that the Jerry's no, are around. That makes z- zero sense. The ship's going down when Sailor Jerry's around. It's literally Sailor. Ship. Sinking ship. This is Sailor. No. Are you looking at it? Does the lyric book say Sailor Jerry? Yeah, you know what? It's all handwritten garbage. Like, nice nice try. <laughs> Google it. We did, but that's wrong. Okay. It is what does we're sailing cherries around <laughs> what is that? mean? That's Sarah. not even a real sentence. It doesn't, it doesn't make any you sense. You know the shit's going down when we're, we're sailing cherries around? No. The cherries are red, and that's not right either. <laughs> it's when sailor cherries around. It's not. It's it not. It is. And I, me. I, wanna, I just want to reveal this. The I will die on this hill. The weirder would be. Right. So, <laughs> my number one is everybody knows. So... She's like, I'm the expert. You had it at number four. Right. Uh, yeah. But that's funny. It's in all of our top five. For a second there, when I was talking about the good. last song, I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. I should have switched them. And the last song should have been number one. And I had a really hard time. And ultimately, it was sort of like the drinking game and like the memory of like always listening to this at parties and stuff that like kicked it to number one. Right. Like the lines in the song are really, really good. Like, you know, so pour yourself a coffee, put your clothes back on and tell me your name. I'm like, okay, Tom. Okay, Tom. I always sing this like this way. Like the line is we don't expect results because the kids around here don't give a. And then like they like do like a little thing. But I always say f- yeah. like they don't give yeah, a. F- so <laughs> yeah, the lyrics are really good. So I think I'm, I'm trying, but yeah, I, I need to stand by what I wrote down, right? Which is last song is number two. Everybody knows it's number one, but it was clearly a close one, right? Then I, mm-hmm. But like, I do think that it's everybody knows. Like this song, so it's like, makes me want to like jump through a ceiling sometimes. Yeah! <laughs> destroy your house! You know, it's like, you know, like, you know, like, everybody knows, right? Air guitar, I cannot you know, even sing it without an air guitar, thing. right? You know, and I'm like, everybody knows. And if I could just get a little bit of air, I'd be like, ooh. She's got a trampoline in her house. I mean, like, also, like, this song I feel spoke to me when I was 15, too, because, like, I love the line, when all your dreams are shattered, everything is beautiful. And then, like, they think we waste our lives, but they're wrong. And, like, I'm like, yeah, mom, I don't waste my life on the computer. I don't waste my life on living McFly, right? Because this is another song, kind of like one for the radio, that makes me feel like, I mean, there's also the lines about, like, a hookup. But, like, the thing about, like, you know, right. my voice is gone from screaming and my body aches from giving them help could be a sex thing. But I don't think that's true, right? Because the next line is, you got to know this for the truth. Or you got to know that we're not in this for the cash, but it helps. Right? Like, I think, like, that whole verse is really about them being in a band, right? And then they're, like, hearts are getting broken. And I guess that's what they call growing up, you know, and everything is sort of, like... And, like, so to me, it sounds like being in a band a little bit, right? And, like, I, so it has that same sort of energy as, like, yeah, like, we're not wasting our lives doing this like band thing right like this is right. the right call right like and if you think if you just don't get it if you don't get it right but if you know you 
Yeah. Right. And looking into the future, it reminds me a lot of growing up mm-hmm. featuring Mark Hoppus on the Young yeah. Guns Girls level. Yeah. yeah. So I already had that, their eye on that feeling, but yeah, I love it. Also, you know, pour yourself a coffee, put your clothes back on and tell me your name was like one of the most scandalous things that I like, like <laughs> yeah. that I could imagine when I was like, however old, right? I was like, oh, oh, right? Like, it's just so explicit, right? Like, there's just absolutely no other way to interpret that line or like, they're not hiding anything. I was just like, it's coming from Tom who's had like one the same girlfriend right. his whole entire like, life. Like, <laughs> yeah, Tom's like, put your clothes back on and tell me your name. Honey. To our knowledge, like, that's not a personal experience, but, like, maybe <laughs> we don't know what he did from, like, 15 to 18. Right. I don't know. We don't know what he did, but <laughs> I would be shook, right? It's like, you know her name, Tom. It's always been G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure, I'm sure he's in other sexual partners. But. Maybe, maybe that was a Danny line. Who knows? Right. Danny's like, oh, I did forget your name. <laughs> actually, like, we've been dating for two years. Yeah. That, that checks out for Danny. Yeah, I was just like a little like Pearl Fletcher when I was a kid. I was like, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. This song is just so, 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 so fun. Sarah, what's your number one? My number one. Ready? Uh, it's Corrupted. Ooh. Uh, that song, it slaps so hard i don't know why i just love it so much if someone said, called interrupted actually don't i'm just poking fun at you because don't I'm play sailing. with me jerry's doesn't make any sense don't play <laughs> with me <laughs> the cherries are round <laughs> if someone asked me to show them a mcfly song first of all i'd be so excited but i would pick this one every single time <laughs> i would be pick so this excited. song because <laughs> no one wants to talk to me about mcfly they're like oh, that girl's weird don't ask her don't about ask McFly. her about mcfly <laughs> <laughs> I just love it like it's it just like encompasses this whole album and like I just love it I don't know I can't even explain it with words it's amazing it's number one does it, it make you want to redesign your MySpace and crush uh, it makes me yeah it makes me want to jump through the ceiling right. top of bookcases rip my skin off take down your wardrobes punch some walls <laughs> rip your skin yeah I get it I get it the full the full Jason Perry yeah yeah <laughs> He's like, I know what I know what these teenage girls are about when they hear this. They're gonna be literally <laughs> frothing at the mouth. Right. Like, <laughs> the full Jason Perry package, as promised. He he knows. He's got that hit ear, yeah. Yeah. He's got that hit ear. He knows. He knows what he's about. What's up? I love that man so much. What's your number one? My number one is Do you do Yes, you do I knew it. Me? That was I had a guess. Do you need yeah. a little time? I like I love this song and like I guess like Smile and Do Ya have the same vibe, but I like Do Ya ten times more than Smile, even though I do like Smile's my number three. But still, like Do Ya, oh, so great. Uh, there's memories of Sam. Like I mentioned this in the Do Ya episode, but Sam and I used to sing this on the phone to each other. <laughs> And then, like, I just love, I just love the lines of, like, I'm making a list of things that I miss whenever we're far apart. The way that you kiss, the taste of your lips, I'm telling you from the heart. Cause, baby! <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah. So good. I love that, like, the, like, little barbershop quartet vibe of it, too. It didn't make my top five. <laughs> I gave it to Smile instead. But I, I figured it would be your number one, and I'm glad that it's on here. I, I love it so much. I love it a lot. Everything I said is in the episode. <laughs> right, yeah. We, we had a whole episode about it, and I think I didn't think of, I don't think I said this in the episode, because I actually didn't really think about it until I was listening to the acoustic version. But I feel like there is a lot of episodes where I specifically talk about Danny's voice, right? Especially when we're doing cover <laughs> songs and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. you know, his 
He's got that, like... Just a few times. Just a few times, right? Like, that, just, like, gravel just like, once or twice. Once or twice. Like, like, I talk about, like, what songs suit Dylan's voice, right? Which is, like, a gravel, like, rocks can roll our heart. But, like, I love that this song is here, like, showing off what Tom can really do, right? Like, that falsetto is really impressive. And I feel like sometimes when they're doing, like, a killer's cover or whatever, right? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not thinking about, like what Tom can do with his voice. Like, I'm never like, ew, Tom, shut up. You're so bad, right? He's gotten sprinkled in. Tom's voice maybe is not going to do the, quite the same thing on Pinball Wizard, but like give him something like Do Ya and like Baby Can Bill, right? And I just He like, is a very <laughs> talented man. Yeah, like it's just like, I'm glad that like his voice gets this moment in the song to like sort of dominate this the song. Yeah. I agree that Tom is, is really great and his range on the song, but you're going to hate me. I hate the song. <laughs> You know what? It's just, it just like irks me to my core. I don't know why. It's just really repetitive and it like reminds me of memory lane. It's like, do you, do you, do you, do you. like, shut up. Look. There's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't like it. No. I hate it. I got it. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm sure you talk about that, but like, why is the video at Christmas? Like, for what reason? For (laughs) why? Why Yeah. I'm not all the way with you, but I did write down early when I was listening to them over and over and over again I was like Julia was my first time I, th- I thought about skipping I didn't and then Ooh. I never felt that way again but like I'm not surprised that you're like I skip it and I, I don't skip it I do love it but the end and I think what actually is happening is my brain do you all do this when you're listening when you've like listened to an album like specifically in order like not on shuffle enough times that like when one song ends before the other song comes on mm. you already start singing the other song like you know what it is mm-hmm. but then if I had yeah. like not been playing the music and I just said to you name the track order of this album you would not be able to do it yeah yes. right yeah so it's like this like subconscious like like memory like thing right this like muscle memory and so I think it might matter that Duya is like winding down and falling as love is about to start and like I kind of like mm-hmm. right but like that like the last five seconds of Duya where they're like do you do you do you do I'm like it's loud and you've already said this a bunch of times and like what's going on and where's falling in love and so then when falling I, in okay love okay okay I'm gonna have both of you shut the f- up because it is my number one song and it is the song that makes me want to rip my skin out because right. the ending is even better than the beginning right. like do you love you're me you're entitled I, to your opinion but and like I I'm surprised disagree. I am going to talk over you because I am very surprised that two Danny girls sitting in on the Zoom call are over here like, I don't like it. When Danny is like over here, do you love me? Because I love you. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. But I know some people that do. So I can introduce you. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. But it is my least favorite part of that song. But it, it doesn't translate all the way to a skip for me like it does for Sarah. But like, you know what? I'm a hypocrite, right? Because I'm like, memory lane repeats too much. And then I'm like, do ya? I'm like, okay, we get it. Right? But like, falling in love is like, sick of waiting, I can't take it, gotta tell ya. Sick of waiting, it's I true. can't take it, gotta tell ya. Like, forever and ever, right? And I'm always like, it's like, say it again. That part gets louder. Yeah. It goes, it's crescendo. It's crescendoing, <laughs> right? Whereas do ya Until he starts screaming. to say something else. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's screaming at me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, God, Danny, if you have to ask that many times, like, maybe we the answer is yes it's always been yes move on you already know okay i'm going to i'm gonna cut you both off because i will not have this do yes slander as it's my number one no it's not slander we're just 
It's slander! Keep it in good faith. I want to know the other skip. Let me see if I can guess. Uh-oh. It skips sometimes, not all the time, but... Is it... Down goes another one. No. Is it going through the motions? No. Okay, give up. Only the strong survive. No. You guys are going to be really mad, but it's Smile. <laughs> oh, the two, they're like the two friends. Because they go to, I don't know, it's like the barbershop thing. It's not for me. I want to hear POV. I want to be mad. I don't know. <laughs> I loved it in high school when I was like weird and gawky. And it's like, someone will love you someday. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that feeling. Now as an adult, I'm like, eh, move on. Like I grew, I grew out of it. Let's say it like that. I don't hate yeah. the song. I'll listen to it. I just, it's not my favorite. Yeah, if I had stopped to think about it for one second, and that you're saying Julia is your skip, it makes sense that Smile is your other skip because they're basically they break, like, they're two sides of the same. They're the line. same thing. Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. Don't be mad at me. Sorry. What does what it always say? I was like, everybody has their opinions. It's just sad that yours is wrong. Just- <laughs> That's basically what Sarah said to us. I think before we started recording about Friday night. So you know, this is Sarah's revenge. I listened to it in my car and I was literally screaming the whole time. I was like, no, wrong. It's like, I'm about to turn this off. Really shit on my favorite song. Sarah told us before we started recording that. It's fine. Yeah, that Friday night's her favorite. It's a good song. (laughs) She just had to listen to our episode about being like, "Eh." so she got on here. She actually didn't know what her skits were until you (laughs) said. Until you said. (laughs) She's like, I'm just, whatever Stephanie's favorite is, I'm going to say that's my skip. (laughs) I mean, Friday night's my skip, so I guess it's fair. Oh. I don't know why. I have one final question a slight deviation from the album though what's your question i think it does relate to the album right to go back to the pole yes. clutching with the put your clothes back on and tell me your name sarah has a spreadsheet <laughs> and we have asked her here today as the leading expert of mcfly's <laughs> clutching <laughs> lyrics will you please walk us through your research i would love to it really started out with this album so like especially everybody knows where tom says put your clothes back on and tell me your name i was like i feel like tom says the dirtiest or the raunchiest or the most pearl clutching lyrics i like to call them naughty lyrics okay whatever you want to call them. like out of everybody i feel like he says the most but like he's the one who doesn't know what wop is right <laughs> he's the one that's been dating the same girl his whole right. life right <laughs> i'm not saying that he's wait pause sam i have an experiment do you know what wop is yeah okay great did you know before tom i knew before tom <laughs> I did not know. Yeah, I didn't know until the song was like the longest, but I knew before. So I made a spreadsheet because how else am I going to organize my thoughts? And do you, I mean, do you want to hear all of them or like there's quite a few on? Yeah. I can just give you the rankings. And any special mentions. Okay. Tom says 10 dirty things. Danny says five. And Dougie says none because Dougie doesn't really get a lot of, a lot of airtime, you know? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Tom has 50% more. Yeah. Are they, are most of them from this album? Got, I put three from this album. And then I have some, like, things I didn't count, but they were, like, kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a di- we're, like, distinguishing between naughty and creepy here. Yeah. It's like, put your clothes back yeah. and tell me your name. You're like, that sounds consensual. That's and I naughty. Like yeah, that's naughty. I, yeah, I didn't really know what to call it. It's not really dirty, but, like, I just, I feel, like, weird about them. Like, if I was singing, loving you feels like a kick in the balls, I would feel oh, weird about that. Oh, I love that line. That. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, and from this album, 10 minutes later, and finally I've got it up. I'm like, oh, yeah. sir. That's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely 
It's definitely long. about penis. Yeah. It actually yeah. took me a long time. I think I thought the lyric was um, 10 minutes later and finally I've had enough. Like, I think it took me a long time to hear I've got it up. Not because I didn't get the line, but because I was Which is a famous uh, Sam antidote. It's true. But not to say the Jerry's. Definitely not Mystery <laughs> Tom says 50% more. It's true. Sort of naughty or like sexual innuendo mm-hmm. things. And Danny, this does surprise me also. I wonder if he, is he volunteering to say this line? Is he the one that wrote that line? I would like to know. I'm tweeting Tom. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know what it means, if it means anything. But it is an interesting fun fact that Tom sings about sex more than Danny. Doesn't Tom sing that thing about getting it on and then back to Cheerios in one of the lost songs? Yeah, he does. What's the line? Well, I put in something about you, he says, when you join me in the shower, you look so sexy covered in shampoo. Yeah, there's that one. But then there's also... There's pretty girls. Yeah, there's a different one that's like, we'll eat some Cheerios. Oh, you know what? You can add that to the list. Yeah, we'll spend a couple hours playing video games, then we get it on, then back to Cheerios. Oh. And that's Tom again. That's 11. Tom's just like... He's out here like, sex? Should we have sex? I mean, like, if I looked like Tom Fletcher, I would also say the same thing. Same, right? I mean, and if I were hanging out with Tom Fletcher, I would also be thinking like, it. Sex? I'm glad you say sex? It. Like, I'm thinking about right now, and I'm like, hmm? you want some of that? It's very funny. I think it's, I'm sure it's completely random, but it is very funny that, like, Tom has more than 50%. Yeah, I'm just wondering, though, like, I don't know how song, pro- like, I don't know how songwriting works. Like, if they're like, hey, like, I wrote this line, so I'm going to sing it. Or, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, write songs and like, oh, I wrote this line for you. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I wrote this song and I was yeah. thinking of you when I wrote the song. Yeah, I don't know if they do that. I think they just kind of decide, like, your voice would sound good doing right. it this I mean, way. Right. They, they, I don't they know. Don't t- turns, like, no. lines very often, right? No. It's not line by line. It's Right, like somebody sings a whole verse yeah. and then a whole chorus and then it's somebody else's. Like, I don't think they do this. I just don't know how songwriting works. So I'm going to sit here and shut up. I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, they just like, they alternate verses and then just like, I think probably mostly randomly, Tom has gotten more of these. And I, and I think it probably didn't have any relationship to like who wrote the line. But yeah, it's just like funny. Like, I think Tom, I think if we did the math on this, if we had another spreadsheet, I think Tom would also <laughs> statistically start more songs than Danny, right? I feel like a lot of times Danny jumps in at that second verse. Not always. I can think of some exceptions. I feel like a lot of times it's Tom and then... I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't do a spreadsheet on this. <laughs> right. Well, you are now... Sorry. Official, you're officially McFly's official spreadsheet maker. So. I, yeah. No, well, this led me down a couple other paths, which we don't have to get right. into, but, like, who says the most curse words? And where are the mention of all the places that they talk about? And, like, spoiler, most of them are in America. So, like, they should I am, like, upset. They're, at, obsessed they're obsessed with us. With us. Dougie has <laughs> live, lived here. They record their albums here. Like, come on, boys. Right. What the hell? Where are you? This is great. I feel like we need to remain up to date with all of your future spreadsheet projects. <laughs> it, was, it was quite a bit of work, but... Let me know. I'll do the research. Yeah, no. If you're doing them already, I li- would like to know. I'm not giving <laughs> you. Uh, but if it's something you're already doing, I'm very fascinated at the results. It was interesting to see for me. I was like, I had a theory. It panned out. Tom probably doesn't even know. Tom actually really, he he's also won it's the most awards from our po- in our podcast so far. So really, Tom's got something going on that we're all picking up on. He's like we below the like- radar. Like you wouldn't see it like. He's just, like, wearing glasses and, like, has a little bow tie and a sweater vest. And then he's doing all this other stuff. And you're like, what? 
right? You're like, obviously, it's any of the other three, right? It's like Harry, who looks like that, right? Like Dougie, who's like magnificently swooshing his hair, right? Jawbones that could like chisel stone, right? Danny plays guitar with his tongue, and yet somehow still, Tom's like, hey, it's me. What? Like you're in a bow tie? This is why, kids, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover at all. Because you would think Dougie is actually a cool person, but then you talk to him and you realize, wow, this guy's a fucking loser. But <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> well, do we have anything else to say or should I do the outro? Well, no. No, I have one more question. Is it your favorite album? It's not. You know, I'm reserving that answer, my answer until we get to Young Dumb Thrills, I think. Okay. okay fine. I would like to say, is it your favorite okay. album so far? I think yes. Just because I love wanting to tear my skin off. I love <laughs> the feeling okay. it gives me. And this is the album that has done that so far. Sarah says no. No, it's a very, very close second. But Motion in the Ocean is my favorite forever and ever. Like, it was the first It was the first one I listened to when I became a fan. And, like, it was the most recent that came out. Because mm-hmm. this didn't come out until, like, a year after. So it just holds that, like, special momentum in my heart. I get it. I get both of you so good. I don't know. I think... I think I think it's so hard for me to choose that like and nobody's making me so part of me is just like whatever I have two favorites right but like if I had to choose from my two favorites I also think it's Motion in the Ocean but like barely for me with Motion in the Ocean I think if I'm reaching for a McFly song outside of an album I'm reaching for the songs on Motion in the Ocean first right Stargirl's there Walk in the Sun is there like little Joanna Friday Night's on there right so if it was what Friday Night Friday Night's (laughs) It's like, I think I'm reaching really right? Like, and so I think that's what ultimately, like, just like that little bit more makes me want to say Motion in the Ocean is my favorite. Because if it's just like time to compile a list of my favorite McFly songs, let's do this. Like, there's a lot on Motion in the Ocean that I want to go back to. I think that really kind of defines us as people. If Sam were an album, a McFly album, like as a person, I think it would be Motion in the Ocean. Right. And I think I would be radioactive. Like, be mean to me and I want to punch walls. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie glows in the dark and I'm like, (laughs) I'm I'm solar powered and Stephanie glows in the dark. It's hard to pick. I would love to know if it's it's everybody's favorite. At home, let us know. Is it your favorite album? So far. Put in a couple. What What if, like, I like at the end of Young Dumb Thrills, right? You're like, okay, what is your favorite album? And I'm just like, Memory Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything it could happen. happen. It's got two it's CDs. Got, like, it's bits. got Cherry Cola on there, you know. Like. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Cher- cherry Cola becomes your favorite. Oh <laughs> and we have already been on a long journey, you know. It's true. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. But like always, if you agree, disagree, or just want to make two new friends, follow and talk to us on our social medias at Make Who the Podcast. If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me at Steph to do at Steph underscore T O D O. And I'm on Twitter at Sam underscore Edmonds one twenty two. Sarah, do you want to do a shout out? You can follow me on Twitter at Sarah M Wiley, where you can yell at me for my trash opinions. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Young Dumb Meme, where I post memes for McFly. And don't forget to rate, comment our podcast on your 
favorite podcast streaming site. It may not seem like a lot, but it helps the podcast out so much. And since you're there already, give Miku a follow so you don't miss out on your future episodes. And we'll see you next time with the Above the Noise era. Ah! What? Already? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.